Hey, B. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you a question? Always. What's the one thing when we travel that we always make sure we find? Oh, coffee. You know, bad coffee makes my brain angry. And we've been a lot of places. We've had a lot of coffee. But when we're home, there's only one place that we get coffee from. Yeah. Hacienda Real in Costa Rica. We found this place when we were in Costa Rica a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And it's a micro roastery using only Costa Rican beans. Their blend is a mix of Arabica and Peaberry. And if you don't know about Peaberry, you need to find out about it because mm. it is amazing. It takes all the bitterness out. All the bitterness out. And we place orders and it's shipped directly to our door. You can get light, medium, or dark roast. You can get ground. You can get whole bean. And it is roasted to order. So there is a date stamped on your coffee so you know when it was roasted and bagged. It's good for a year after you order it. And it is the best coffee that we have ever had. So click the link in our show notes or go to goldenbean.net and use the offer code COFCHR20 for 10% off your order. Hacienda Real. Keep your brain happy. Hey, Dante. Hey, B. Looking pretty smart in your undies. Thanks. I've been doing my deads. <laughs> oh, I can see that. But it's not just what's in them. It's what's on them. But yeah, I got on my smart ass undies. They're not just super comfy. They've got cheeky motivations on them that keep me in the right state of mind. Oh yeah, like we could all use a little brain lift these days, am I right? They're also lovingly made from sustainable, low impact materials. So we can love the planet and cover our asses all at the same time. Motivate your ass with smart ass undies. Click the link in the show notes or on the things we love page on our website. And remember to enter the discount code CHEATINGONFEAR10 for 10% off your order. Smartass undies. Cheeky and comfy. Hey everyone, this is Dante. And I'm Beatrice. And this is Cheating on Fear. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Ooh, we were gone for a little while. <laughs> we were gone for a minute. <laughs> yeah. Where did we go? We went to see the Germans <laughs> in Frankfurt. Yeah. Yeah. We had a little unexpected opportunity to go away to Germany for a night or two. A couple of days. A couple of days. Yeah. It so, was so much fun. It was fun. I've never been to Frankfurt. Me neither. I've never been to Germany at all. And I have family yeah. from ar- around yeah, that have, area. You have familial history mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in that region. Yeah. What did you think of it? It was nice. I mean... I kind of knew what to expect a little bit about Frankfurt. It's not the most historic of German towns. It's very industrial. Yeah, it was industri- it was industrial, got mostly wiped out during the Second World War. And rebuilt and in the rebuilt. Tudor style. Yeah, well, they did like the little Rothberg Square, or Romerberg Square, sorry, where they kind of traditionally built it back up. Yeah. Actually, that might be a picture you could post, eh? Yeah, I could. Yeah, I, I will totally do that. I, yeah. There's there's one where they have like a, a pretty cool pride sign mm-hmm. in the middle of the square. Yeah, Romberg Square. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was great. The food was great. Food was delicious. People were super nice. They Actually, were. I don't know why I thought that they were going to be kind of not super nice in Germany, but... Because they don't... They have resting bitch face. I guess that's what it is. <laughs> they, they and do. the German language sounds aggressive. Super aggressive. <laughs> I mean, except when you say please. Like, yeah. pitas and, you know... My grandmother is... She's Croatian, but she spent most of her time in Austria and Germany and Yugoslavia. So she spoke Croatian, German, Hungarian, and English. Oh, wow. Yeah. And... Whenever she didn't want me to know what she was talking about to my grandfather or to my father, she would speak in another one of these languages. And (laughs) usually it was German. And so I recognized, I don't speak German, but I I recognized a lot of things. And everything that I read was in her voice. Right. God rest her soul. (laughs) Your grandmother just like in her little voice. Yeah. 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 You think you don't know any of a language until you kind of get down into it and you're like yeah i and some of it is just very english sounding like there's a lot of english words that are just like 
is there a German word? No, no, no. We're just going to. But then the Germans have these beautiful words that mean like a paragraph in yeah, English. Yeah. You know, like. Schadenfreude. Schadenfreude. Yeah. Which, yeah. which is like shameful joy. It's like when you take delight in somebody else's suffering or downfall, right? Yeah. Like basically all of tabloid culture. Yeah. yeah. Or Wolfreude, which means the anticipation of future pleasures. Yeah. Like, you know, getting ready for a trip is sometimes more fun than being on one. Right. Like, yeah. There's some really beautiful German words. And, and, we went through some parkland. Yeah, and there was gardens. so much green space around yeah. there, and there's a, the the River Main because it's Frankfurt on Main, like Frankfurt on Main, I guess is yes. the uh, official title for the city. Mm-hmm. And so there's this river that runs through it, and all along on both banks of the river, there's green space, and I mean Sunday, and- Sunday. Germany shuts down on yeah, Sunday, much. but yeah. on Saturday it was it was full of it people and there was all sorts of stuff going it yeah. was really 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 nice i was really surprised by the coffee culture there yeah they take that shit seriously yeah, we had some seriously good coffee while we were there very good coffee even, even like the breakfast at our hotel had an, a bomb ass coffee machine that bro that whole thing was was bomb yeah it was it, it, it would nice. like they know listen i come from a very yummy food culture mm. like it's they don't fuck around mm. with anything Mm-mm. over there yeah it was really and we had a great time it was really it was really a lot fun. of fun yeah it was, it was unexpected like we only had about a not even a week's notice we had we had just over a week's notice yeah, yeah. and then it was kind of like oh we were supposed to we were supposed to watch and review the movie that we're talking about yeah. this week and it was like fuck we don't even have time to watch it never mind we got to get our shit together yeah so but it was fun and the airport situation is not good like yeah. we, what we a flew, change we flew out of the worst airport in the world to the second worst airport in the world for and cancellations back and delays. Yeah. <laughs> and then it turns out the day after we got back from Frankfurt, a ground strike by Lufthansa ground crew, which is Germany's national airline, which is Germany's national airline, grounded a thousand flights a day for two days in Germany. Insane. The very next day. Could you... Yeah, we left on Monday and it happened on Wednesday. Oh, yeah, I guess. Okay, two days. Yeah, but... And I couldn't even imagine. Chaos. Absolute... Absolute chaos. Madness. Yeah, so just in case any of y'all brave ones are listening, we are returning to Miami Mm -hmm. from the 17th to the 21st. Yeah. And we decided... We're not checking. No, bag. we're carrying it. We're carrying everything on. We're taking or buying it at the CVS when we land. That's right. We're, <laughs> we're taking everything with us because yeah. from the disaster that was, mm-hmm. we're like, nope, we're not. I'm there. You're not touching my stuff. I'm no, absolutely not. No, no, no. So um, my AirPods are still somewhere in Frankfurt. Are they? Did you check on well, them? Well, they haven't. They haven't surfaced again Aww. since 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 the fateful day I got off the plane. And I realized I left them on there. That and sucks. shout out to the Air Canada crew, man. They went super far to try and solve my problem they over did. multiple days. They went above and beyond looking for your little but, AirPods. But it, it just yeah. it wasn't it wasn't going to happen. Yeah, I mean, maybe they'll sucks. turn up. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. See. But bad. this this movie that we watched. Oh my gosh. What a gem. So spoiler alert, so, we liked it. So there's a lot of spoilers. We're gonna yes. unpack basically the whole thing. So if yeah. you haven't seen it, please see it. We gave you ample warning. And we also gave you the wrong title, the incorrect title, and the incorrect pronunciation of just the incorrect of the, pronunciation. Of the guy's it's we thought it was good luck Leo Grand. Or Leo Grande, it's good luck to you, Leo Grand. Leo Grand, that yes. is the name. So, it is an Emma Thompson joint. Mm-hmm. She is beautiful at sixty-three. Wow, she's sixty-three, eh? Sixty-three, mm-hmm. and just a couple of general thoughts and comments about this film. Okay, so the, the premise is Emma Thompson plays a retired high school religious studies teacher. Yes. Okay who was married for 31 years to an absolute, sounds like an absolute boor of a man. Yeah. Who is now dead. So she's widowed and retired and she has never had an orgasm. Yes. And has only ever fucked her husband. That's right. So she has a sexual and not well. She describes it in the movie and we were both like, Mm. she has a sexual bucket list, which I guess we could call a fuck it list. Mm hmm. And she hires whom? Leo Grand. Who is whom? He's a sex worker. Yeah, he's a sex worker. He's a, he's a male he's, escort. He's Irish. Yes. So the Irish brogue. Coffee-colored skin. 
Oh my God, he's he's he is, beautiful. He is beautiful. He's a beautiful man. Yeah, he, he is really a beautiful is. man. He is probably what six three. Yep, six two, six eight three. Eight pack. Eight pack, Chiseled. not six pack. Yeah, beautiful skin, like big, just, big eyes. Like has this very like expressive face. He is an Apollo. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, and much and so. knows how, okay. Just a second. I, I just, <laughs> there's a couple of things I want to say before we get into it because I'm very excited to get into it. Okay. It, it was delightful. Yeah, we, it was. It was better than we than we thought it was going to be. Way better. Yeah. It was directed by Sophie Hyde. Yep. Who is 47? So their star, their female lead is 63. Director's 47. And Daryl McCormick, who plays Lil Grand, is beautiful. <laughs> yes. Where's his biographic? IMDb fucked me on this one. He's born in 1992, so he's 30 years old. Yeah, and it's written by Katie Brand, who is a playwright, and uh, she's 43. Okay, and that we, makes sense. We talked about this because it the movie very much looks like a play. One like one of our favorite plays come movies. Oh, same time next year. Same time next year. Oh my god, that <laughs> is, it's one of the best movies ever made. Alan Alda, Ellen Burstyn. It's really hard to find, though. It is super hard to find. Really you hard have to an find. old DVD. That's how we watched it. We have it on DVD. I don't even think it's available on streaming. I don't know. I, I will If I can find it, Brave Ones, and I'll, I'll put it in the oh show Oh, my God. It, like, although, if you're going to watch same time next year, make sure you've either taken a gummy or you have a box of Kleenex or both because yep. you will ball your fucking eyes out. But it all pretty much takes place in a hotel room that she's rented for her encounter. Mm -hmm. And I just thought it was interesting that the writer, the director, and the the lead are all what would people people would say were older women. And it tackles a lot of of things. And so we have a lot of ground to cover. So we need to hit the ground running on this okay. one because there's a lot. I have I have a lot of notes. Y yes, you were making vigorous notes when we watched it. <laughs> Furious notes. Furious notes. Yeah. So was there anything, do you want me to just get going? And, well, and you, okay. Would, did you have anything to yeah, add? Yeah, let me, the first thing that really kind of jumped out at me, which I'm sure is in your notes there, <laughs> was how consent focused yes. this movie was. From the moment Emma Thompson opens the door mm -hmm. and Daryl McCormick, uh, Leo, Leo Grand, Grand is, is standing there. From the very first, may I come in? Yes. May I kiss you on the cheek? Yes. Right? Like it's, and it wasn't just like, okay, well now, you know, he's like a vampire. He's been invited in and now he can just, <laughs> you know, whatever. Anytime something was going to progress, there was a very clear consent check. Yes. On on it. And enthusiastic consent only. Because there were times in the movie where sometimes you'd be a little like, mm. and he didn't just plow through and do it. No. Addressed it. Reframed Even it. though he was hired for sex. Yes. Which, but we were watching that. And you're right. Right from the moment she opens the door, he asks. And I turned to you and I said, anybody who says that consent isn't sexy is just not doing it right. <laughs> well, especially when he's like, May I kiss you here? And then and then May she goes, I touch you there? Yeah, and she and goes, like, Oh <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. But anyway, it's it was very sexy. Mm -hmm. And he compliments her looks and yes. she just stands there and doesn't respond. And he says, why are you looking at me like that? And she said, I was expecting you to say for your age right like you look good for your age like it yeah it seems like a man can't compliment a woman over 42 she said right. without following it up with for your age right because they were talking about nigella lawson and he's nigella like, oh that's right she's yeah. she's Nig gorgeous yes oh that's right she's gorgeous yeah and she stands there and wait that and waits and he says what what she said, I was just waiting for you to say for her age. And he said, no, she is empirically yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. And then you're just kind of like, any of the women in the audience or or men that are attracted to mm -hmm. men that are impressed by intelligence? Yeah. A lot is conveyed in that short exchange there. Yes, absolutely. They have to have a drink. She's very nervous. Super nervous. And conflicted about having him there because... She's so this is a recurring thread in the movie is that as a religious studies teacher, she would often set an essay assignment asking her students to 
discuss mm -hmm. and debate mm -hmm. whether sex work should be legal. Yeah. And she always thought, no, it shouldn't be. It's wrong. Right. And now here she is, widowed mm -hmm. and retired and thinking, I would really like to have an orgasm. Yeah. Like, how do I do that? Well, that was it. We didn't. We didn't even, like, I only knew the premise of the movie was this, you know, older woman hires this younger man for sex. That was my understanding of what the right. movie was going to be. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, I can see the plot points and I can see where the drama is going to come from or how they can make this funny. But then you find out she's had sex with only one person. It's been bad sex. Terrible She's sex. never had an orgasm. No. And then all the things that she hadn't done sexually. Never had oral sex performed on her. Yep. Never performed oral sex. Nope. He asks her, like, is there anything that you, you don't... And she's like, I don't want things inserted where things should only come out. Yeah. And he's like, okay, so no anal. Yeah. Then she was like, yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> he's like, all right, one thing at a time. I mean, yeah, let's start baby step it, I guess. Yeah, eh? yeah. Like, wow. <laughs> it's just, this woman has never masturbated. Right. Never anything. And it's like... Yeah, maybe we maybe we don't jump to varsity anal. Yeah, maybe anal isn't the first thing we no. do. <laughs> she tells him very clearly she's never had an orgasm and she never expects to have one. Yeah. He says like, you know, there's lots of men who would have sex with you. Like, I, you don't need... And she's like, oh, no, no, I know, but I'm al I've always been disappointed. Right. And, and the men around me are old and, you know, they're... And look at you. Like, yeah. you're... I want to fuck a young hot guy. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it was so interesting we were making all kinds of noises i think we were surprised a lot by mm -hmm. because not that i thought it was going to be a screwball comedy no no but i really didn't expect this level of sweetness and empathy and compassion yeah. and and sort of gentle humor and that I know that that sounds like it's code for boring. It wasn't boring. No, it was the dialogue and this uh, the fact that the the writer is a playwright makes total sense because the dialogue is very polished. It yes. it, it seems extremely natural and conversational, mm -hmm. but it's it's meaty, right? The the, it's the, the, the word choice, yeah, you know, and and so what's the other word he uses? Reductive. Re yeah, yeah, he uses reductive in it, and she's just like whoa, Ooh, like whoosh, whoosh every time. <laughs> As Tom Segura would say, panty pudding, right? Ooh, please don't ever say that again. The other thing that I thought was interesting that I mentioned to you is that there is no mention at all of the fact that this is not only an intergenerational coupling, mm -hmm. this is an interracial coupling. Yes. And there is not even anything made of that. No. No, he's Irish. That's that's as about he's as far. Irish. That's about as far. And she's English. That's that's it. That's it. That's as yeah. far as she knows. She's very insecure about the way she looks. Yes, and she suggests that like I'm worried that you're not going to be able to get it up for me because I look like this. Like, well, yeah, go ahead if you need to take a, a, the little blue pills or whatever. You're you're good. And he's like, I'm good. Yeah. Thanks. And she's like, What if? And she's so interested in his life yeah. as a sex worker. Yeah. She's like, Like, what if? You know, what if you don't? fancy someone like how do you make that work and he says and i love this answer and i nailed it too because you we paused totally it. did i'm like this is what he's gonna say no you didn't say that i asked you you're right i said what you know because we've played with others that are not necessarily your type sure and i asked you like how do you do that how do you, and he, and you said there's always something about them yeah. that is attractive. And so then we unpause the movie and she says, what if you don't fancy them? And he literally says, there's always something to fancy. And we were like, ah! <laughs> I mean, it wasn't quite the Princess Bride moment For where sure. we, one, two, three, Princess Bride. Yeah. But it was so crazy mm -hmm. that he said the same thing that you said. And I thought that was so, you could see her like relax when yeah. he said that. Yeah. And he's so lovely and such a gentleman. He's a big charmer. And you can see that that he has spent some time honing his craft. Yes. So like when he says, you know, why don't we have a drink? And they call, what do they call it? They called it fizzy. He called it fizzy. Let's have some fizzy. Let's have some fizzy. And she hands him the bottle of champagne. And how does he open it? He doesn't do the fucking Jersey Shore, pop the cork and blow out a window. He, he just like, just eases the cork out what was it the sommelier in south africa said like a nun's fart that's how it should be when you open a <laughs> bottle of champagne and he did that he did that he just went I, I and you went and you went 
ooh. Ooh, yeah. I was like, ooh, look at that. Yeah. I, I literally wrote none fart <laughs> in my notes here. She asks him who's the oldest woman he's ever been with. Mm-hmm. And he says, 82. And she's like, 82? 82? Oh, I feel better. Yeah. I feel better. <laughs> and I, I think that touches on such a raw nerve. I think as a woman... Mm. This touched a lot of raw nerves for me. Mm-hmm. And one of them is that comparison of let me find something where I don't seem so bad in comparison to this thing. Right. Yeah. So as a, a woman in her 60s that's incredibly sexually inexperienced, incredibly timid, incredibly self-conscious to know that he'd been with an 82-year-old woman, mm-hmm. she's like, oh, okay, well, this well, is fine. Right? And I got it. I mean... She must be a train wreck. I, I'm going to be okay, right? Like, and that's the thing. Her appearance too, and you kind of you you kind of foreshadowed it a little bit because she's very. You're like, this is what you wear to a sex date. Like it was. She was wearing basically what she would wear to school. Yeah, it was like a floral blouse and a blazer, and I don't know if she had skirt on. She or, did. She had. It yeah, was. It was or like it was a skirt something. suit. Yeah, it was a skirt suit and, and very, a blouse. And her hair was very uh, not styled. I mean, it wasn't no. messy, but it wasn't. No, there was you, like no thought put you into You could it. tell that she wasn't used to looking after herself. Right. You yeah. could tell that she wasn't. Yeah. But I think what I had said to you, and I don't know if you want me to wait until later to say this, but like one of my other favorite movies that she's been in is a movie called Nanny McPhee. And for those of you that haven't seen it, if you have kids, you should watch it because mm. it's really, really good. So it's a story about this widower who has these kids. They're super unruly and they basically chase off all of these nannies and they find he finally lands on nanny mcphee who is this horrible looking ugly woman she's kind of like the anti-mary poppins pretty much yeah but she has this heart of gold she's very strict and very stern but the kids and it's this kind of magical story where every time the kids learn something new about how to behave or what to do or make her proud she becomes more beautiful something happens to her and her look changes and so by the end of the movie she's absolutely gorgeous (laughs) and i noticed the same thing with this yeah movie where every meeting that she has with him she her skin is glowing she dresses differently she has makeup on her hair is different what are you looking she at? She went from frumpy to fabulous. Like, she did. <laughs> through the movie, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. she's she's close. I mean, she's not quite, you know, Samantha Jones by the end of the movie. Sure. But, but she's in her body and she's aware of herself. Yeah, and, yeah. like you can see that transformation. So I, so I just thought because she's British, I was thinking in my head, I was trying to workshop this last night before I was going to sleep. So that was Nanny McPhee. And this is like Fanny McPhee because <laughs> in England, Fanny is vagina. So. Yeah. So, yeah. So it was kind of, it's like, it's like Fanny McPhee. It was pretty good. Yeah. Is that our show title? Yeah. Fanny McPhee. Yes. I love it. So I guess most, most of their first meeting, they spend talking and he spends most of their first meeting talking her off the edge and just kind of little steps, baby steps to get into bed. Yeah. And then they don't show anything, but the intimation is that they had sex. That they did something. Yeah. I I mean... Do you think they did? Yes. You think they did? Yes, absolutely. Hmm. No, they did. They did have sex. They had sex. Okay. But like she tells him about her 31 years with her husband. Mm-hmm. And he was like, like, how did it go down? And she was like, well, um, I would get into bed. And then my husband would forget, forget Air Bunnies to put his pajamas on. He'd get into bed. So then she would put a nightgown on mm-hmm. for access, I guess. Yep. He would start to massage her shoulders and her tits and then roll on top of her, fuck her, come and roll back off. Yep. And Leo Grand is like, that's it? And she's like, yep. No deviations for 31 years. Yep. And he was just like, whoa. And so she's like, you know, he's and, and you can see in his mind, even though she has said, don't bother trying to give me an orgasm because I know it's not going to happen. Mm. That's kind of, he doesn't say it explicitly, but that's kind of his goal, yeah. right? He's like, it's an orgasm. It's not a Fabergé egg. Like people have them every day. Yeah. Relax. We can do this. Yeah. So <laughs> then you see meeting two. Yeah. And so that happens. Lights go down. And then all of a sudden it's Lights like, go down. meeting two. Meeting and like, two. And you're oh, like, shit. oh shit. All okay. Right. All right. And so she shows up this time with a list. Yes. 
because now she's like, okay, I've broken the seal. Yeah. Now I have some, I have some goals. Sure. And what is that? What is that quote that she that she said? And you were like, oh, that's funny. You used it today. Yeah, actually. it was like achievable goals are the path to happiness. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, so much of her stuff is teacher speak. Yeah. It's really funny. So much of the way she making lists moves through the world yeah. has been defined by her profession. Mm-hmm. Yes, making lists, achievable goals, you know, that feeling of accomplishment, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I wrote down the list. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. So she says, and he's so he's so funny, he's so tickled by her mm-hmm. because she's so like <sighs> Like everything is so scandalous for her. Well, not just that, but she's so uptight. Yeah. And he just kind of sits there. He kind of relaxes on the couch with his arm up over the back. He's got kind of like a Harry Styles style to him, you know, with like the high waisted like 1930s pants, you know, the baggy high waisted like pants, pants, zoot suit pants, yeah. and you know, like. Oh my god! Well, it, you need all that room. I'm just saying. Spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, he's <laughs> you need on. those pleats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she says, "I have a list," and he's like, "Oh, you do, do you?" Like he's very playful. Yeah. With her. So this is her list. This is her list. Blowjob. Uh-huh. Cunnilingus. Uh-huh. 69. Uh-huh. If that's what they still call it these days. If that's days. what they still call it. That's right. She didn't. She wasn't sure if they changed it. It's eight something is what it is. <laughs> Thank you, Drake. <laughs> she wanted to be on top. Uh-huh. And he looks so quizzical, like, you've seriously never done any of this? Yeah. And then doggy she wanted. Yeah. And she kind of, she was like, and doggy? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't okay? know. It- and then she said, you know, we should we should get started. And he goes, oh, you want to do all that today? She's like, well, you know, you're expensive. And I, I, I'm not a rich woman. Like, I can't. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get you back again. So, you know, we got to muscle through this. Yes. Exa- yeah, we got to power through. We got, yeah. we have a list. Yeah, we got a list. We have a list. And then she gets nervous again. Like, there's a lot. Mm-hmm. She wants to know a lot about him. She, she tries to distract from her own nervousness by trying to learn more about him yes and he doesn't really want to well, talk very and he, much about- he he's gently and then forcefully enforces his boundaries in these earlier meetings with her mm-hmm. you know like do you really want to talk about my yeah, mom yeah like we're, we're do you really we're want here. to talk about my brother yeah we're, really- we're we're here for you nancy yeah. like this we're is- here to do this yeah. and you can see him trying to keep his private life private mm-hmm. but at the same time walk that fine line of making his client feel comfortable sure and be like a real person and be like a real person right she's really concerned especially in the early meetings that he's doing this because there's something wrong with him and that it's demeaning right. and degrading yeah. and that she is doing those things that he's a broken him. orphan or he's like i'm fine yeah i'm good Don't did worry. you go to school obviously yeah. I, I use the word reductive yeah right <laughs> you know you know, it made me think it was kind of interesting. I don't know if you have anything to add to this conversation, but when I was dancing, mm-hmm. I got that a lot from clients. Right. They wanted to know the real you. Mm-hmm. And part of that is for them to feel special. Yep. Yep. And so you have to pick and choose what kind of information you share uh-huh. because you don't want it to be identifying information yep. or for them to be able to find you. And so... I watched him walk this tightrope mm-hmm. of wanting to make her feel comfortable by sharing. Because that's that's what you do in real life. Right. If you want to make people comfortable, you, you share things and people go, oh, and then they feel like you trust them and then yeah. they'll share things with you. And that's how a conversation works, yeah. right? And she gets way into her head about something. And so he's like, you know what? Let's let's put some music on. Let's dance a little bit. Mm-hmm. And he comes equipped with his own little Bluetooth speaker. And I was like, this guy is... Ooh. In his little backpack. In his little backpack. It's, 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 it's like a, a messenger bag. Yeah, yeah. And then she starts to ask for consent from him. Uh-huh. Will you take your shirt off? May I touch you? May I touch your chest? Yes. May I do this? May I do that? Same thing. Super hot. Yeah. And I liked that that was included because even though she'd hired him. Right. And he, he was, was there, basically there to do consent. whatever she wanted. Yeah. She still treated him to that same sort of consideration that he treated her. And she's like, you are beautiful. Like, look at you. And he said, well, I work out. Yeah. <laughs> and she said, do you do you think that's a little bit vain doing that? And he said, no, I. it's not vain to enjoy your body. Yeah. And there's these little nuggets that he throws out mm-hmm. and that she, you know, that I think 
everybody needs to hear this. Mm-hmm. It's not vain to enjoy your body. Yeah. And like you and I went for a workout today. Mm-hmm. And all of that is one. Like enjoying yourself physically at the gym or enjoying yourself sexually or enjoying yourself going swimming or going on rides or like that's enjoying your body it's not vain to enjoy your body Mm. so i thought that was super cool she did a really good job of portraying wonder yes especially in the first encounter when she like when can i touch may i touch your chest yes and then and then she's like squeezing his was the second one yeah where he's like squeezing his pecs and stuff (laughs) like that like oh right (laughs) it's just she's clearly never you know experienced that right no exactly yeah (laughs) there's one part where you know something i can't remember what happens but she's like safe word safe word safe word safe word safe word oh there he's trying to get her to relax and just we'll do a little bit of role playing and he starts role playing like naughty teacher and student (laughs) and she was like ah no no safe word safe word no no i'm saying no safe word safe word he's like we don't have a safe word she's like no i don't want to do this (laughs) we don't need a safe word we're not doing anything It, it was it was very funny so then she is with the second meeting she's trying to work up the courage to give him a blowjob mm-hmm she has never given a blowjob in her life. She's now in her 60s. This guy's 30 years old. He's totally gorgeous. And she's like, I, I, I don't know what to do. You know, what if you don't like it? Mm. And and he says, maybe you won't like it. It's no harm. Like, yeah, it's okay. It's we do fine. something else. Like, really, the only way I won't like it is if you bite it off. Like, I probably won't like that. Yeah. <laughs> And kind of, and then it kind of diffuses her nervousness. And he does that for her yeah. just by making her laugh. He's like, everyone wants something different, and that's okay. Yeah, like everybody is different. And when you've only had sex with one person, you don't know that. You don't realize that everybody's different. And then she uses that as like a springboard to start asking him about his clients. Like, what do you mean? He's like, because sometimes people just want to talk. And she's like, what? Really? Like, mm-hmm. they hire you just to talk? And then he's like, well, somebody hires me to just like watch a movie with them Mm -hmm. and cuddle yeah and then a man hires him to dress like a cat and ignore him for an hour (laughs) we're like okay and then there's somebody who's in a wheelchair and he he bathes her and talks dirty to her and then gets in the bath with her yeah that's what she wants and he's like i actually really like that one oh the one (laughs) then there was the one like somebody wants him to come in fucker as quickly as possible and get out of there and he's like i like that one because it's like 10 minutes and then but she pays for the whole hour kind of thing right (laughs) it's kind of like that anonymous ravishment Mm -hmm, fantasy mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. (laughs) so then they have a discussion about the legalization of sex work like should sex work be legal right and he describes this utopia where it's like could you imagine like it's been a long time or you're sad or you're grieving or you're injured or you're unwell or you're shy and you can just have someone come and help you. There's no shame. There's no, and you're just like, ah, yeah, wouldn't that be amazing? I want to live in that utopia. Yeah. <laughs> like, and she's just like, fuck. Like, imagine if that, if that world existed where all those fucking, obnoxious misogynists and red pillars and stuff and incel type that would all disappear but then the problem is who wants to fuck those people they're paying for it i know but then but then what if they're shitty to them there's always something to fancy i know i know i know but it was just that and that's kind of where it ends is this sort of description of how amazing it would be if everybody had access where it was like healthcare. Yeah, like a public service. Yeah. And then they make a joke like, man, everybody's going to be pissed if their taxes are paying yeah. for that, right? <laughs> exactly. Well, as long as they come and they pick up the garbage bins, you know. That's it's, right, it's, yeah. It's all good. And was that when she asked, when she talked about the, the essay question she would give her students? Oh, yes. Or yeah, whether yes. sex work should she, be legal? Yes. And and for 30 years, she got the same answer back that, well, you know, the moral issues are, are unsettled, you know, it would be safer and blah, 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 like that typical sort of thing. And then he's like, well, that sounds like Wikipedia. She's like, oh, yeah, it was absolutely Wikipedia. They all, they, they they all, all just copied. copied it, except for one guy. What was it? What was his uh, his little quip? Do you remember what it was? Not not was word it? for word the way you will. <laughs> so there was one student who wrote, it should be legal. So then your mom could get could pay taxes on her earnings. <laughs> 
<laughs> and it was very cute. Yeah. It was very good. She's like, I really like that one, actually. I thought that was pretty good. That was pretty good. So then we get to meeting three. And this is sort of, I guess, you know, no pun intended, the climax of the movie. Yeah. It opens where he is performing oral sex on her. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah. You can't tell right away because they start on her face yeah. and they kind of pan down. And she's looking, she's flushed and she's looking yeah, like she she's enjoying little, herself. She looks a little quizzical. Like, yeah. It's almost like, you know, she's at brunch on her back. Yeah. And they kind of, they pan down and her legs are over his shoulders mm-hmm. and he's uh, going to town. No orgasm. But she's like, it's nice. Like, you're good at that. I just, I don't know. Like... But you can see that she's learning to love her body. Mm-hmm. That that change is starting to become very evident. And they start to talk and they're working their way through this list. Right. And, and then, she, then she tells him that she knows his real name. She started to kind of probe him a little bit. Like, we should know, you know, do you want... My, do you want to know my real name? Like, we should get to know each other. Like, let's just drop all this client, you know, provider sort of business. Like, we're close now, right? Let's let's be friends. I just want to know the man I've been having sex with for the last month. Yeah, and he's like, and, he's like, what the Whoa. Fuck? and then she says, "Well, I actually did some sleuthing mm-hmm. on you, and you can see his face Ooh. just drop, like." What the fuck? Starts like, getting his clothes on. Like, oh my god! And you and I are like, bro. Yeah, like you don't crossed a line. He set very clear boundaries, mm-hmm. and she she was so far over the line. The line was a dot to her. Yeah, yeah. Like, and she's so confused. Like, wow, what's the problem here? And it's so interesting because if you flip that right, and and if it was like a male client and a female sex worker, instantly creepy. Most men already know that, right? Like, you just don't do that. Yeah. You just don't. Not if you want to be able to see that sex worker again. Ever again. Yeah. Yeah. And he loses his mind. Yep. He packs his shit. He says, I don't ever, we're, I'm leaving. I'm going to refund you for today. I don't ever want to see you again. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what the fuck? And you and I are like, bro. She says to him, maybe I could talk to your mom for you and like explain to her how much good you're doing for people. And he's just like, are you fucking nuts? Right, because when she asked earlier in her earlier meetings, does his family know, does his mother know, what does she think he does? He says, oh, I'm an oil, I work on an oil rig. She thinks I work on an oil rig. And yeah. she's like, how do you come up with stories? He's like, I fucking, I Google it. Yeah, I find blogs of a life on an oil rig and I cut and paste it. <laughs> and so she's really... Nancy, Emma Thompson's character, thinks he's doing really good work and she's really kind of... And it's interesting because she's got a poor relationship with her own children. Yes. And I feel like there's a bit of projection there. Yes, like, yes. Uh, I fucked up my relationship with my kids, but maybe I could help Leo this, in yeah. his mother's relationship. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, in that third meeting, she's like, hey, look, I can help you. Yeah, yeah. You know? And he, he just does not Mm-mm. take that well. He slams out of the room. And she is just like, what just happened? Mm -hmm. And it's really upsetting. It is because it's abrupt. Yeah. Like, and you really don't see it coming. No. Like you. you, It escalates very quickly. Very quickly. Very quickly. And he, and he leaves and then the scene changes and the title says meeting four and you go, oh shit. I guess they are meeting. But it's not in the hotel room. It's in the restaurant of the hotel. It's funny because she makes a point in the second meeting that she got the exact same room because she didn't want to be kind of put off by new surroundings. <laughs> and they start this meeting for with shots of the hotel room pristine, bed made up, pillows on the couch like because the last time you saw that room it had been tossed because yeah, he was because looking, he he was looking at his phone and he got really angry and there was a noise complaint and like it just it it got it went bad. It went and bad. then there's this pristine room but then it opens to her and she's sitting like in the hotel restaurant in the hotel something restaurant like that. Yeah. yeah. And they're like can I get you anything? She's like no, I'm meeting a friend. Just, you know, leave me alone basically. Yeah. And five times. This time she looks older. Mhm. She looks old again. Mhm. The way her hair is, it's very spinster-like. The way she's dressed. She's in like a giant like wraparound sweater thing. Yeah, giant like open cardigan. Yeah. And a couple of women that work in the hotel and the restaurant ask, can I get you anything? No, no, no. She's agitated. You can tell she's nervous. Mm -hmm. And and then this one young lady approaches her and says, Miss, do you remember me? You taught me religion in high school. And she says, I'm sorry, I really don't. 
She's like, Becky, Becky, whatever. And she's like, I'm sorry, I don't remember you. <laughs> Clearly, I didn't do a good job because, you know, you're working here now. So, you know. She did say that to her, <laughs> yeah. didn't she? And then Leo shows up. Mm-hmm. And he looks very different as well. He looks young. He looks like a kid. He's wearing like this yellow-orange beanie. And he's got like brightly colored sneakers. Yeah, and he's got a big pink sweater on. Yeah, and... like he looks he looks young. Yeah. And he shows up with the ever-present messenger bag and sits down and she says, thank you for coming. And she talks about, I thought it was an interesting little speech that she gives to him. She said, sexual fulfillment makes you feel invincible. Yeah. And that was another nugget of like, wow, I turned to you and you turned to me and we were all like, we were like, yep. When you are in a satisfying, exciting, fulfilling sexual relationship, you feel like you can do anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You don't feel old. You no. don't feel, you know, scared. You don't feel decrepit. You don't feel limited. You don't feel, you no, feel like I can fucking all. do anything. Yeah. So I thought that was so huge. And then she apologizes to him mm-hmm. that she overstepped the line. And then he tells her the reason behind why he's so protective of his past and who he is and tells the story of that he's dead to his mother. Yeah. She disowned him and told everyone this is the day. That- Do you want to say why? So, you- yeah. I mean, he starts out by talking about, you know, school exams had just finished and him and his bunch of his mates went back around to his place and his mom was supposed to be out for the night or for the, for the weekend or something. And they're listening to music and drinking wine. And I was like, drinking wine. Okay, this sounds... Because hmm. you think English boys, they're going to drink lager or something like that. Wine was an interesting choice. Or ale. Or ale, yeah, right? And, and, and then his mother comes home while he's basically having an orgy with all of his schoolmates. He called it exploring each other. Yeah. They all basically just started having sex with each other. Mm-hmm. Got hammered and started fucking. Yep. And her and her friend, yep. he didn't say if the friend was male or female. Yeah. Come home and see this. And she's absolutely disgusted by by all of this. Yeah. And disowns him in yep. that moment. And told everybody else that was the day her son died. And she's just, Emma Thompson's character is just blown away. Well, because in the in the third meeting when everything was blowing up, he was talking about how he he could feel the, the disgust from his mother mm. emanating through the walls, and when and when Emma Thompson's character would talk about like her son was boring and and all this, and he asked her like, "Do you think he 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 tells knows? you everything?" Yeah, do you, but do you think he knows how you feel? And she's like, "No, no, no, I'm sure I hide it." And he's like, "Kids know, man." Mm-hmm. Yeah, do better. Yeah. So then Becky comes up. Yeah. Yeah, and, Becky the disappointment. <laughs> and she said, she said, this is my, you know, this is my friend, Leo. Yeah, I'm and, here to buy a car. Uh, and she said, you know, Becky used to be one of my students. And Leo says, oh, was she a good teacher? And she's like, nah, no, not not really. She used to get us all together and uh, tell us that our skirts were too short. And if we spent as much time studying as we did on our hair, we would do a lot better. And basically telling Leo that she had slut shamed her and all of her friends in high school. And she's like, well, you know, I do stand by that. Like if they spent as much time studying. (laughs) I do stand by that. I do stand by that. That that, that much was true. And then she says, you know what? That was wrong. What I said to you. I shouldn't have shamed you like that. That was wrong of me. And you know what? While we're at it, I am not here to buy, or Leo is not here to buy a car. He is a sex worker that I have been having sex with for the last month in this hotel. And um, we're I, we're going to go and finish out the session right now. So if we could just get the bill, that'd be great. And Becky's just like, oh, shit. And she kind of looks at Leo and he's like, all right. And then Leo like always closes. It's like, it was very nice to meet you, Becky. I hope you run into each other again sometime. Yeah. <laughs> and she's all like, ooh. Yeah, because yeah, he's just so gorgeous. And then... Finally, finally, we get a sex scene. Yes. And, and it is a sexy sex scene. It is a sexy they're, sex they're scene. They're fucking on the floor, on the couch, on the bed, against the wall. She gets her on top. She gets her doggy. She yeah. gets everything. And I remember, I said, I'm like, where's the condoms? Yeah. So he gets off of her. He gets off of her to go get a drink yeah. or something. Because he was going to go get something. He had something. He's like, oh, I've oh, got something Oh, it was a sex toy. He wanted to yeah. get a sex toy for her. Yeah. She's like, man. Nah, so he gets off of her and he walks over to the counter in the mini bar. And 
all you you don't see it, but all you hear is the sound of a condom being taken off. The unmistakable snap of rubber that could only be a condom. And I turned to you and I'm like, there was a condom. I wrote it in caps. (laughs) There was a condom. And I was so, I don't know why that pleased me so much. Well, because then the intonation is, is that they've always been using condoms, even though there was never an explicit, gotta roll one on. And then he's just kind of walking around and he's so gorgeous and he's like scratching his butt a little bit. You see a little side peen. Yeah. And he's just so beautiful the way he moves and whatever. So she starts touching herself and he's rummaging through his backpack as he's looking for the sex toy she has her first orgasm yeah he turns around and he's got like a vibrating finger and he's like oh i found it and she's like oh and he's like oh wow all right <laughs> and you know what props to him he you know he, this is something he really wanted her like he wanted to help give her yeah and she did it on her own and he wasn't butthurt about it no and her masturbating and giving herself her first orgasm, absolutely hundred percent intentional. Mm-hmm. By the by, the oh by yeah, the because it, it had to be. This was her journey. It wasn't going to be a man that did this for her. It, it can't be dependent be on him, yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah. and and I loved that so much that you're right. He was so happy for her, and it was kind of like, well, I guess that's it. Like. Yeah. We've covered the list, and I've had my first orgasm, and... I, I don't think I'm going to see you again, And Leo. he's like, okay. All right. And he's got this, like, wry smile on his face, like, And okay. then, say it. Then she says... And then she says, good luck to you, Leo Grand. Yes. <laughs> and then he leaves. Yep. And she's got, she's got like, a little cover-up on or something. So she has like a terry cloth robe on. Oh, she's got the robe on. Right, right. So she's all alone in the hotel, in the afterglow. We've seen her boobs already a couple times. Yeah, you were like, she's got great tits. I'm like, wow, this is... Fantastic tits yeah. on Emma Thompson. Yeah. Really, really nice. Yeah. yeah. And then she wanders over to this full-length mirror in the in the hotel room, and she takes off the robe and drops the robe. And basically, in that moment, you can tell that she doesn't just accept her body. She lovingly, like, caresses her mm-hmm. own belly and her thighs and stuff. And that this is the vessel, this is a vessel of pleasure for me now, mm-hmm. for life to live through. And I just thought it was so. I it was so great that that mirror was used as a vehicle for a couple of different points in the movie. Mm-hmm. Because when he was trying to make her feel comfortable, when she was insecure in the beginning about whether or not he would find her attractive, mm. he took her to that mirror, and she was all covered up, right? And like, what do you you know? What are you worried about? Oh, you know, I always thought I had like thick thighs, and and my arms have jiggled since I was twenty, and you know, yeah. oh, but I like my calves. Like I always thought my I had really nice calves, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> And then there was another point when she went into the bathroom to change into something a little bit sexier. And the mask of of Leo would slip a little bit. Because Mm -hmm. you see him at the beginning as being this cocksure kind of, you know, he's got it all figured out. He's a professional. Mm -hmm. And then these cracks start to form in that veneer. that Mm -hmm. that he's And there'd be these times. And one of those times was in front of the mirror. And you could see him kind of like... You know, Ooh. like, Ooh. yeah, yeah. And not that he had to steal himself to fuck her. No, not I don't disgust. think that's what it was. It wasn't disgust. It was just like his own sort of. It's almost like it's exhausting to play that character all the time. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. he just needed to take a minute, take a minute. And then she comes back out and he's like, Ooh. and he's back in like he's got the smile right back charm. into character. Actually, right. I think during the first meeting, we both chuckled at it where he he unbuttons his shirt, he takes his pants off, and then he's kind of splayed out on the bed. Yeah, with a leg up. With a leg up and his socks on and stuff. And he's kind of like, yeah, trying to look natural. And then he's like, oh no, this doesn't work. Like yeah. he, it's that sort of, he ha- he's self-conscious too. And then he gets up and goes to the minibar to pour himself a drink and misses her entrance because he wanted to be like on the bed. So when she came out of the bathroom, this is all that she would see. And he's rummaging through the minibar, eating a Mars like, bar or something chug- like that. Chugging whiskey and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it was such a, you're right. It was such a gem of a film. It's streaming on Prime. Yeah, we got it in Canada Hulu. on Prime. And I think it was a Hulu movie. Yeah. So our American friends, you can probably find it on Hulu. And I... I highly, highly recommend this film. Yeah, and it's like 95 minutes. It's not it's super not long. It's not a huge commitment. Very well done. But there's very, so very well much done. in there, I think, to address so many issues. Older women, the orgasm gap, sex work, mm-hmm. like just boundaries, consent, yeah. pleasure. It was so, so, so well done. And the way these topics were treated, 
I was really impressed. Yeah, me too. It. Really impressed. And I'm so glad that we we saw an article for this movie back in June. Yeah, Emma Thompson was giving an interview because obviously the big deal is that she gets... the like, Emma Thompson's got full frontal and yes, at yes. 60 whatever, right? 63, so, yeah. So that was kind of the, the, the meat of the article. And that's kind of like boiling it down to its most boring. really because that is those are literally the final scenes of the movie it is the final scene is her being you know naked in front of that mirror right yeah so there's so you if that's all you were there for first of all you're gonna have to wait 95 minutes second of all <laughs> second of all not even close to being the best part yeah exactly there's so much more to it than just that that voyeuristic kind of thrill right? but she is magnificent mm-hmm. she is magnificent both you know in the way she looks and the way she is. She plays a fantastic part. Oh man, it it, it was absolutely 100% believable that she was mm-hmm. Nancy... Stokes. Stokes, thank you. Yeah, Nancy yeah. Stokes, retired religion studies teacher. Like, By the way, her real name is Mrs. Robinson. Yeah, and he goes, Mrs. Robinson, nice. Nice, <laughs> like a little nod to the graduate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, she's like, I know, can you believe it? Yeah. So yeah, it, it it's definitely worth watching. Yeah, and I would really like to see more movies mm-hmm. like this because mm-hmm. I think for a long time. And listen, I love a good action movie. We talked about Maverick, how amazing that was. Mm-hmm. It was great, also with older people. Mm-hmm. But I think for people that do want a little bit more story-driven, meaty, cerebral type stories. This was a great example of that yeah. kind of filmmaking. And and yeah, it was great. It was great. It's really awesome. So yeah. So if you see the movie, we would love to hear your thoughts yes. about it. We would love to hear your thoughts and see what you thought of it. Maybe you saw something that we didn't. Maybe your some of your views different from ours. Yeah, if you had a different take on it than, yeah, than us, we'd love to absolutely. hear. Absolutely. But we would love to hear from you. And yeah, we'll see you next time. <laughs> All right. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. <laughs>